Hey, what's going on, guys? This is GP. This is the Bull. This is JC. This is Flash. This is Denny Hendricks. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening to the Run and Gun Podcast. So what's going on, folks? Welcome to another episode of the Running Gun Podcast. Tonight, finally, we got back JC. So what's going on, JC? Oh man, you know that golf career is taking a whole lot out of me. You know, uh, it, it's tough trying to keep a Maxim model holding a caddy bag. Let me tell you. You wild, <laughs> wild. <laughs> and then back again for what a record fifth straight episode. Uh, What's going on, Flash? Damn, fifth straight? I didn't even That's realize it. Man, I lost count. That's about to end. I'm going to hurt you tonight. <laughs> Did you bring your dog? Yes, the dog's around. Oh, okay. Okay. You got to have the dog. Um, and then also, too, joining us tonight is our special guest from the Bucking Idiots podcast. And honestly, crazy thing is when I met this dude, I didn't even know that I actually met this dude, if that makes sense. Like we had crossed paths a few times and stuff, but didn't even notice it until like here recently. So I'd like to welcome Stank Bastard to the Running Gun Podcast finally. So how are you doing? Good, man. It's a, a pleasure to be on y'all's podcast. And listen, I didn't know it was dog friendly. I would have my dog up in here. Uh, I don't golf at all, but I like the idea of having a Maxim model as a caddy. I mean, oh, I also use a camera stand as a putter. Okay, that I, I like it. I like you got to think outside the box in life because you know life comes at you fast, and uh, you got to be able to maneuver your way through things. So clearly, you have that level of intelligence. You can just you know make things out of out of you know as you need to make it up as you can. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I like this guy. This is going to be a clean episode. <laughs> awesome. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into it. And I'm going to lead off with the with the NBA because I know this is something that Flash wanted to hit on, especially picking up from last episode. So the Houston Rockets coach Steven Salas, I think that's how you pronounce his name. I think has, Salas. I don't know. I think it's Salas. Salas. Okay. So he's referred to um, James Harden's absent, absence from training camp as a holdout on Monday. He said there's no timetable, but James Harden showed up eventually. But, you know, a lot of people have been talking about James Harden. He still wants out. Exactly. So, you oh, know. No. That one's a tough situation. I, I personally think that he wants out the way how he's been behaving, you know? Mm-hmm. That's it. It's plain and simple. I don't think he's going to the Nets, though, because the Nets are not going to offer what the Houston Rockets want. Well, what the Houston Rockets believe is what he's worth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Okay. So about the other thing too, what was the other thing you wanted to hit on with the with the whole rocket situation? I mean, I was I I kind of want to hit on like how much the Wizards might have gotten better this season 
That's what I, that's what that's what I was really thinking at. But we could talk about the Rockies too and the James Harden thing. Uh, hold on now, don't 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 disregard the Rockies now. Hold on now. Get him. Listen now. Get him. What have I been saying this whole time? Yeah, we all know it's James Harden. We know that. He think he Batman, bro. He run around with a utility belt, a mask, dropping fifty points, but he ain't Batman. He robbing, and now he don't realize it. Damn. Hey. I mean, I mean, where are you gonna go so he can be a Robin? Obviously, he want to go to Brooklyn. What? Shoot, I don't know. But hey, you know, Brooklyn, they gotta want him too. In order that that thing gotta work both ways. Yeah, Listen, man. Uh... The thing listen, is, I don't think Brooklyn wants him like that. Listen, listen, listen. Did Gotham it, want Batman? I ooh, you know what? Exactly, I'm not good exactly. on deep. Look, look, look. I'm gonna go deep on you. Look, 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 look. All right. All I'm saying is, we've seen these problems bubbled up before. Now that everybody seems to realize that the accepted fact that James Harden is the problem, now all of a sudden he wants to catch an attitude. Mm. Well, I mean, this is this is how he always behaves. Whenever whenever something goes south or he doesn't like, he just ends up at a strip club or partying or something. We've seen it from time to time to time to time to time again in history. So it's not just new. I'm just this saying. Is, this, is, this, is, this is just on a worth amplified level of what's going on. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, man. I mean, okay, stars in all sports today. That's the card they pull, right? They just act a fool and they try to get, you know, force their way off of teams. Obviously, I'm not an NBA head, otherwise, I interjected a long time ago. I just know James James Harden has a has a sweet beard, um, and he can shoot. <laughs> That's all I got too. Don't worry. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if he becomes a Tampa Bay, um, you're, you're a Tampa Bay Raptor at that point, I'll pay attention. You know what I mean? That's my team from day one. Hey, oh, you a, you a Tampa Raptor? I've been a Raptor fan since before y'all was even born. Tampa, Tampa Bay, uh, through and through. Ah, uh, uh, wow. <laughs> That way, huh? It's that way. Yeah, exactly. If if they if they play ball in Tampa, I will rep them. I have a Vipers hat. I mean, the, the already Vipers still a thing. They, they got, they got the, the Vipers are no longer. Oh they yeah, wait. Back. Yeah, they said they're supposed to come back in like twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two because the Rock he owns that. Yeah, now. the Rock and some and his investors bought the league. Yeah, I got yeah. a green and yellow Vipers hat mm-hmm. right here in my office. Hmm. Dang. See, I might have to take in the game when they get back. See that, ladies and gentlemen, the day one fan. Day one. Day one. <laughs> so the other thing in the NBA is LeBron says that the best thing about his deal is a future with his son. Now, if I'm not mistaken, and someone correct me on this if I'm wrong, wasn't like the last father-son duo in any professional sport? Wasn't it just uh, the Griffey? King Griffey Jr., King Griffey Sr. Mm. Yeah. 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 Last one. So, so what does everybody think about the possibility of LeBron playing on the same team with his son? That'd be amazing. 
wouldn't it? I mean, that'd be, that'd be historical in, in the NBA. It'll be historical. Yeah. It'd, be, it'd be crazy to see it. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be on the same team as his father, but I think it could um, happen for sure. Yeah. I just don't know. I'm with you. I mean, I, I, th- I think he said that like, he just wanted to just be in the league at the same time as his son. I don't think he necessarily said the same team. But who knows? No, I did hear Frank Gore is trying to hold out for the same thing. He wants to stay in the NFL until his son. Yeah. Leave. I heard yeah. that. Yeah. Also, yeah. Because his son's like a sophomore at Southern Miss, isn't he? Or a junior? I think so. Something like that. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, hey, look, he, the ageless wonder already. So I think he could do it. And then the way I look at LeBron and the way LeBron's playing and how LeBron says that he could probably like keep going for a significant amount of time. And I'm just like, it's going to happen. Cause like, what? LeBron's son has got to be like, what? He's 16. 16. He's 16. So he'll be in college in about two years. Yeah. So three years. Yeah. Three years. Yeah. See, so it's going to happen. Because LeBron was even talking about, like, look, I'm good for another four or five years guaranteed. So, it's going to happen. I think – Y'all go ahead. When y'all go ahead? I was going to say, I think it, I think it's a heartwarming story. You know, uh, you, you love to see it. You know, dad dad do his thing, you know, and then all of a sudden son come up, do his thing. You know, uh, the, the, the NBA is a little bit different from the NFL, you know. Uh, less uh, contact, physical. So I, I think he can do it. Frank Gore, uh, I, I don't know about that one, Miles. Uh, hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's I, astonishing that there's even a conversation, if you think about it, that position, running back of all positions, you could – Potentially see it quarterback because yeah. those guys play forever, man. Look at Brady, 195 years old and still playing, in, you know, right here in Tampa. But the running backs mm-hmm. are in and out of this league quickly. Like they go from being great to 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 done quick, like in snap of yeah. a finger. Look at Todd Gurley. Yeah, especially with the devaluation of the position. That that too. So for a guy like that who started his career with. Every question mark imaginable. They were saying we'd never be able to play in this league because of injuries he's in college. Um, you know, for him to for him to have the life he's had, which is they should make a movie about Frank's life. Honestly, they really should. Uh, Netflix movie. I don't care. I, I'll watch it wherever it is because it's an incredible story. You know they're not gonna do that. It's gonna be a hallmark. Hallmark is fine, bro. <laughs> My wife's mom when she come when she comes over here, it's all about uh uh. Spanish music and the Hallmark Channel, and that's all that happens at my house. You know, but you, but you see what you just said right there. You said your wife's mm-hmm. mom. That's my mother. That's the demographic right there. Nobody else going to catch that. It's terrible <laughs> acting. You know, it's it seems like it's the same producer on every show, but it'll catch you, bro. Don't don't sleep. It's, like it's, it's got to be about Christmas too. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. He's right. Cause that that's it's bad acting, but it does catch you. Cause I I didn't see a few of them. Wait, tell me y'all saw. <laughs> tell me you guys saw the preview to the to the Colonel Sanders movie. Oh snap! <laughs> I have not seen the preview, but I I saw the uh, yo the, the with Mario the Lopez playing Colonel. Sanders. Yeah, it's supposed I, to be a real like Hallmark movie. Oh. <laughs> 
I really, I really didn't believe that was real. Please, is it? Man. Please tell me. Please tell me. <laughs> I, it's I gonna put up it's numbers, bro. It looks terrible. The preview is funny as hell. It's awful. Hold it's up. so bad. I want to see it like Sharknado. Hold up. Oh, I'm God, not, not like Sharknado. Oh man. <laughs> Hold up. I'm, I'm gonna look, gotta look it up. And, and what you know, your listeners need to look this shit up because I couldn't believe it. My jaw hit the floor. It was all over Twitter earlier today. By the way, <laughs> oh snap! I think it is real. Follow me on Wait, Twitter at Stank Bath. They, they said KFC pushing. KFC oh lord! <laughs> Wait, it's loading. Hold up. Hold on. Colonel Tent. Oh snap! Yeah, it's real. Recipe for seduction. For seduction. Just like one of them graphic novels that the, all those housewives read. It looks like something straight out of that. He gonna oh, hit over the thirteen uh, herbs and spices of love right there. I'm, oh I'm watching. He, yeah, he, I'm I might watch, watch it. I I might watch it. I might catch it. I'm gonna have to watch this. But sh- kudos to oh KFC for just thinking outside the box and putting something out there like that. This is what the wild Absolutely. world of marketing these days, and that that was that they hit it right on the head with that. We knew the internet was gonna take that and run with it. Yo. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh my god. But hey, we're going we're going to shift on over now to the NFL. And first thing what we got right here is uh so if ever I believe it was Monday, the Steelers came back to reality and they lost to a team with no name. They led 14 nothing. At one point. They lost, the Steelers lost to a team whose whose quarterback has one and a half legs. He gonna win comeback player of the year too. Which is mad respect, but I'm just I just want to, just the Steelers to put it into perspective, you know. True, true. So let me ask y'all this now: Do you think they're gonna lose back to back? Because now they got the Bills coming in, or no, they got to go to Buffalo and play the Bills on Sunday night. Ah, that's a tough one. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say yes. I don't think they've been playing that well to begin with. Uh, Actually, there's a lot of lot of prognosticators that predicted Washington was going to beat them, um, and it it happened. So they're not playing great football right now. They're obviously wounded, and I think I think Buffalo puts it on them. To be honest with you, I'm gonna be real with you. I agree because I've been. I was saying that, like, right after the game, I was like, like, after the Buffalo game, because I was like, hmm, Buffalo looked really good. And the Steelers look kind of, yeah. So, I wouldn't be surprised if Buffalo cut loose. Did I just hear everybody agree? Because one of y'all, I know, Stank, you good. You don't have to okay. worry about this. I know one of y'all argue with me about me saying that Pittsburgh isn't as really as good as their record says. Who was that? I don't know. One of y'all. That's all I know. It wasn't me because I posted a picture on Twitter talking about how their schedule was soft. Well, so that don't that only leaves one person. I don't remember saying any of that. That only leaves one person then. Exactly. I, I don't remember saying that, so. Now, see, hey, the other person it could be, too, is it could be your boy Hendrix that normally be on here with us, but he's not on here tonight. I don't think he'd ever defend them. But I will say, like I have been saying, I, their schedule 
was really easy. Uh, I don't really think that they have the chops to be able to make a really strong push in the playoffs. I mean, despite what their record may say. True. It's all about when, it's I all mean, about when the you get hot, though, right? Team. I mean, we're la- in the last four weeks of the season, and the teams that are trending, you know, towards towards being strong right now, are the ones you got to watch out for in the playoffs. You, Absolutely. That's why, yeah. with this the extended wild card field, you just never know, man. Like everybody's shitting on the NFC East. One one of those teams is going to the playoffs. One of them is going to win the division, and. You know, you're zero and zero in the playoffs. It doesn't matter how terrible your regular season record was. You you better watch that a lot. Washington's got a hell of a defensive front. They played. They're gotten them yes. got those boys playing, and they you know they're they're playing with some some fight, some chemistry. A team like that, you don't want to see if if they get yes. obviously if they win that division. Yeah, I I, I won't lie. Despite uh, my God-given hate for the NFC East mm-hmm. and their play, I will say that the Giants, especially as a Seattle fan, and and the Washington Redskins, eh, they played a little mm-hmm. tough lately. They they played a little 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 tough to make you give them a second look. Like if they get there, if one of them yeah. gets it, yeah, you know you can't fully count them out. Now, see, yeah, now that you, I was, say, ahead, I, 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 I was agreeing with them. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Now, speaking of the fact that you said that, that brings me to the next thing. So the Seahawks ended up losing 17 to 12 to the Giants. I didn't get to see the second half of that game Hold unfold. On. I got it. So, I got it. Everybody I just want to know what happened. In my phone, everybody in my phone at the exact same time that that game ended hit me up and said, what the hell happened? When I left, it was 5-0, and all of a sudden now there's an L on the Seahawks. What happened? And you know what? I don't know. I didn't watch it either. (laughs) (laughs) I just saw – hey, look, yeah, I just saw the first half, and I stepped out for a minute. So I was like – I came back, and I was like, wait, what? Like, And then y'all lost to the Giants? But, hey, it's like like Stank said, look – they playing, they playing good here down the, the final stretch. And then when you get to the playoffs. They, they, they didn't have yeah, Daniel they, they Jones, lost to Colt McCoy on top of that, uh, which, which is. Colt McCoy. All right, listen, listen y'all, y'all ain't got to talk about Oh, the look, the Giants, play, the, the Giants play. The Giants played tough. Josh, the the Giants haven't lost. The games know. they've lost have been all, all tight games. Uh, you know, when, when the Bucks faced the Giants, I was questioning what the hell that performance was. Um but after doing a little research, I mean, that's how the Giants are playing everybody, which is which is crazy, you know, without Barkley and the way they're seeing on so far. Yeah. Um, even though I like Gallman, I think he's a, a good back, uh, under underrated back. They're, uh, you know, they got them boys out there fighting in that division because everybody's alive. Even the fucking Cowboys are still alive if things get turned on their head. And, uh, you know, it, you just never know. <laughs> it's, it's nuts. Never seen anything like it. I was gonna say, wait, the Cowboys, they what they they eight and eight, right? Or no, not they could be eight and eight by the end of the whole thing. They could be if they go no, hold up, hold up, hold up before y'all crucify me. All I'm saying is if they were to somehow miraculously go on a run, wouldn't they be like three and eight or something? Because I like because they're three like they're three and eight right now, aren't they? Or like three and nine. Uh hold on. Yeah, they're three and nine. Okay, so they'd have they'd be seven and nine. Seven and nine. 
you think about the Eagles, they're three. Oh, well, they're three, eight, one. Never mind. But seven, seven and nine. Yeah, I've, I've given up on. You just, you just don't know. It's playoff picture. Yeah. I, I, I'm very doubtful. I'm just saying, I mean, like that division is not not finished yet. Even the you know, even the sorry ass Eagles might find their way. I mean, they just benched Carson Wentz. Yeah, I think I think Jalen Hurts gave them the spark they need. What the fuck happened to Carson Wentz this year? Yeah, he, Holy shit! Right, like he looks really bad like early. He does. I mean, I get it. That team has been been you know gutted on offense. The weapons just aren't there. But he looks like trash. On top of that, he, he's not. It, you know, I think. He, Kind of exposed a little bit once the once the uh, the weapons went away and it was all on him. I think he panicked a little bit. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I I've, I always figured like you know maybe getting uh like Miles Sanders and stuff like that, like guys like that, maybe maybe that would help take the pressure off of him. But evidently, it didn't. So I'm just like, ugh. And I, the thing is, I wanted Carson Wentz to be good, too. I was like, okay, guy coming from an FCS school, national champion there. I want to see him succeed. But I'm just like, dang. Like, I'm ready to see Jalen Hurts take they over. too much money invested in Carson to, to just completely close the book on him. Uh, well, I feel like they closed the book once they took Jalen Hurts in, what, the second round? Yeah, but that, we're assuming that Jalen's going to come in and play, you know, markedly better than Carson on that team that just has, you know, something's missing. Obviously, a lot of their weapons are missing, but something's missing. Um, so you never know at the end of the season with a regular year, non-COVID year, full training camp, all the weapons back. I mean, it's it's Jalen's job to lose now, right? But, God, you – He's got a hundred million dollar deal. I, it's hard to unless somebody trades for him, which you know, there's a lot of there's going to be a lot of quarterback thirsty teams out there. So that's a possibility. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I mean, I liked what I saw out of Jalen when he played, but I mean, it's only one game, so I can't yeah. But that's what that's the, you know, backup quarterbacks get that benefit. Because defensive coordinators don't game plan for them. The defensive players haven't never seen them. They don't really know what set of plays are coming at, at them. But give it two or three weeks, you know, of play, of game film, once the Eagles put it on tape and they know exactly teams know exactly how to play Jalen, and let's see if he's still successful in this league. Yeah, he's right. I agree with that. That's very true. Because 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 before this game, um, most of Jalen Hurts' highlights in the NFL was just him running the ball. I mean, you know, I don't doubt yeah. he can succeed you know, if they I'll if they build an offense around him. Look, look at fucking New Orleans, bro. I mean, they they got a tight end playing quarterback, and they're doing everything possible to to help the guy. You know, no ego. Sean Payton, fuck Sean Payton, by the way, and fuck the, fuck the Saints, but. <laughs> I knew he was gonna say that. I like I, knew it was I like coaches who who were willing to throw it up, throw the playbook out and build something fresh around a guy that's going to accentuate his strengths, and that's exactly what they've done there. How three and zero without Drew Brees, Jameis Winston's just sitting on the bench, you know, wondering why he's not playing. I guess, and uh, so if the Eagles do the same and build around Hurts' game, then. You know, potentially, you know, he he's going to have a, a a better chance of succeeding. True. 
True statement. True statement. But the thing is, is Doug Peterson like Sean Payton though? Hmm. Yeah, I don't That's know. But I guess we're going. We're going to see. Yeah, we're going to find out because they play. They play the Saints actually this weekend. Yeah, and 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 you know, as much as I hate. As much as I hate the Saints, the defense is the strength of that team. You know, they're, they're beating teams front. It's, it's oh, no, yes. no question. Um, and it's it's going to be an uphill battle for, for Jalen. Obviously, I hope the Eagles kick their ass, but I wouldn't put my money on it. True. Now, the one, one thing I'm going to say on the Saints before I jump to the, the AFC North is – is anybody else noticed that like with Taysom Hill in the game, like I mean I've kind of noticed it just based off looking at fantasy, but has anybody else noticed that like when Taysom Hill's in the game, like Alvin Kamara's like his production kind of decreases? Of course, because oh my god, I'm tripping right now. But like Latavius Murray looks good though still. Well, I think it's the opportunity because, you know, they use him a lot, especially as a, a receiving back. And they're not throwing the ball as consistently as when Drew Brees is on the field. I just don't think he has the opportunities that he was getting when Drew Brees was on the field, which is it goes back to what Snake was saying, you know, building the offense around the guy who's playing. I mean, yeah, and it's obviously working. Yeah, I mean, if, if for the style that they're running, which is which is a pound, you know, pound the, the ball type style with with Taysom, Latavius is a better option, and we've all seen Taysom throw the ball. It's not a guy, not a guy who throws with touch. He reminds me a lot of Tebow and how he pitches the ball. You know, he, he throws, but he's not the touch yeah. guy. He's not the guy you want, you know, floating balls out there in front of corners and linebackers. So, you know, I think that they're taking a lot of those plays that that Kamara's game is built off of in that offense. And, and uh, you know, it's just not allowing him to get on the field as much. Plus, in the you know, red zone, Taysom's a threat. So, you're not – you their backs are going to get robbed of carries down there. And, and it's – I mean, why wouldn't you? You got, you got an extra man in all your fronts because Taysom's like a fullback running back. So, you, you know, you're – you know, you, you're going to play the odds down there, which is what the way they use them, you know, you know, before Drew Brees got hurt. Yeah, I, I must agree. It's just, it's just a style of play. Less touches for Alvin Kamara in short. Right. In, in, order, in order for uh, for Taysom Hill to succeed in that offense. Okay, okay. Now, the other thing that happened this weekend was, I don't know if y'all, well, I know y'all saw it, everyone, the whole world saw it, but the Browns just went off on Tennessee, and now they get Lamar Jackson and the Ravens on Monday night. So, who thinks that the Browns can take down the Ravens? The Ravens look overly impressive to me. Um, was it last night? Night, night before? I, I don't know. They look impressive. Yeah, it was it was last yeah, night when the Ravens beat the Cowboys. This, this I'm getting thrown off by football every day of the week. It's kind of it's kind of been odd to have Tuesday night football and Wednesday night football. But yeah, I mean the, the Ravens, the Ravens are also one of those teams. I get it. Lamar was out, he came back. Um, you know, so maybe they they hit the ground running 
this week, but that's a that's a division game, man. There's a there's a lot of skeletons there, and and Ravens have owned the yeah. Browns. It's like when the Bucks play the Saints, bro. It's like you know, big brother, little brother. Are are Cleveland ready to mentally yeah. get over that that hill? Are they, you know are they ready to, to punch the bully in the mouth? Um, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that yet, man. I mean, this is this is this game is going to say a lot about whether it's they're real or you know what we saw last week against the Titans, who is a bully. The Titans play bully football, right? Um, they didn't, I don't think they knew what hit them. Yeah. Before, before they knew it, you know, Cleveland was throwing the ball over all over the place and and, and came out and attacked them quick. And, you know, they made a game of it, but yeah, um, maybe that's how you have that's how you have to play the Titans because you can't play smash mouth ball control. You can't play the Titans game, or they're gonna they're gonna beat you every time. Yeah, yeah. and see the the one thing that I that I noticed was what they did was the Browns defense. They just took they took Derrick Henry out of the equation completely. Like he he turned the ball over, which is like a rare sight to see. And like you said, they started throwing the ball all over the place and having success with it. And Tennessee just never could catch up. And by the time they, they even could catch up, it was just way too late. So I, I give kudos to the Browns for that. And, you know, Baker Baker Mayfield's got to play at that same level or even go higher if he wants to have a chance to beat the Ravens. Because if I'm not mistaken, is that game in Baltimore? I think that game's in Baltimore. I think it is. Hmm. Yeah, I see that, which adds even more to it. You know, like now you gotta go on the road. I mean, go on. I got a question. Are, do you? I mean, are you still skeptical with the Ravens with how inconsistent they've been this year? Mm. That's my question. Because because like, I know they beat the Cowboys, but then we're talking about the Cowboys. You know, that's that, that's just my question right now. Hmm. Hmm. I, I, listen, I like Lamar Jackson. The, the guy is a freak. Um, but until he proves he can carry that team in the air, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how serious I can take them. Um, you know what? I, I, I'm glad you said that because that's the same thing I've been thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Josh, you've been kind of quiet lately. Hey, man, I'm just <laughs> sitting here learning, bro. <laughs> Listen, man, I just got off an exam. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just here. Five exam. I'm relaxing. Uh, well, you see, uh, a two-page essay, two one-page essays, six paragraphs, uh, six identify things, and then some extra short answer in there somewhere. Damn. Doesn't you sound know, like too much fun. Fun stuff. Oh, absolutely not. But you know, less about me. <laughs> I'm just enjoying myself. You know, you guys are saying all the things that I would say anyway, so I can't really apply anything to the conversation. I mean, we've talked about before how Lamar Jackson not being able to throw in the air is a problem. Yeah. Even uh, what's even like Steve Smith and Troy Aikman and all those guys last night, they hit on it. Like they, they were just pointing out the fact, even Michael Irvin said it, there's a lot of wide open guys on crossing routes that Lamar missed. 
So like, and it wasn't even like deep crossing routes. It was like shallow crossing routes, like eight yards downfield, eight, 10 yards. Which I mean, to me, that's not that deep, but everyone's different. But you know, like it was like behind guys. It was too high. It was too low. Yeah. Like, but I'm so He's yeah. Still I'm player. like you. I, mean, I think the guy's ceiling is stupid. I think he's got a high, higher ceiling than, than Pat Mahomes. I mean, just what he can do running the ball, a different kind of pressure on defenses. And if he ever gets to figure it out, uh, learns how to read defenses and, and can, you know, get his mechanics and, and accuracy in a better place. It doesn't, have to be, it doesn't have to be like a Aaron Rodgers type quarterback, but he's just, he's, he's a freak. I agree. I'm with you there. There are two different kind of players, though. I mean, one is is a more of a pure dual threat quarterback, while the other has more of a boomer arm. Yeah, I mean, Pat's not a guy that's going to beat you with his feet too often, but he can. You know, he's very similar to Russ. Russ in that way, Russ can beat you with his feet. He just doesn't do it that often. Um, so you know, he's he'd rather throw the ball downfield. He'd rather he'd rather use. Legs to extend plays. Um, it's more like if he has to, right? And you saw that with Vic. Vic, Vic, you know, he relied on his wheels until you know he got hurt quite a few times, and then realized, hey, you know, there's some big boys out there trying to hurt me, uh, and 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 had to kind of change his game uh, later on in his career. I thought he was a better quarterback for it, but. Um, and he had the same. He, he had a stupid arm. On, on, though that's the only difference. He, he's a guy that could do it. Could throw it a mile. Throw it out of the stadium. Um, so yeah, different True. players. But um, you know, the Ravens are building offense around around them. They play phenomenal defense at times. They're they're a tough team to beat. If, they, if things are rolling their way and they're they're the run game is 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 rolling. Look the fuck out. And the interesting thing, because I mean, because Stank, I know you a Bucks fan, and I'm a Bucks fan too. So the interesting thing about it is also come 2022, Lamar Jackson comes. That's right. To Tampa. We're not, we don't draft quarterbacks here anymore. We, we've been talking about that. I'm also a co-host, actually more so these days, uh, on a podcast called the Loose Cannons Podcast. And uh, yeah, Loose okay, Loose that's Cannons that was the name of it. One. That was I haven't recorded it. many Bucks episodes this year because we've been doing so many loose cannons episodes um but yeah that's that's our opinion on that podcast as well bucks won't be drafting the quarterback anytime soon as soon as brady leaves you know aaron Rodgers will come in and we're just going to keep on signing quarterbacks off of other teams for the next you know 40 50 years because we obviously can't draft one here we've never had a quarterback signed to a second contract um this franchise is cursed yeah it's a quarterback I think part of it has to be with development as well. Yeah. You think, I think, I think that's, imagine a guy like Josh Rubin is the one. You know, a guy who just got here and got shit on every step of the way, was drafted by a terrible team, was given given away to the Dolphins. And the Dolphins drafted one. He's a guy that nobody wants. Yeah. First round pick. And he comes to Tampa on a James deal just, just to sit here and learn behind uh, the GOAT. Imagine he's the imagine he's the one that breaks the quarterback curse here in Tampa. I'm odd. I'm glad you said that. You know what? Because see, look, this, this is what I had mentioned to JC 
about like I want to say maybe a month ago, I was like, yo, the Bucks got Josh Rosen on their practice squad. And he looked at me, or I can he didn't look at me like crazy, but I could tell by his reaction through this phone how he was feeling about it. Cause I was like, hey, look, I don't know. But I was thinking the same thing you thinking, Stank. And I was like, what if he actually ended be up being the guy? It would be crazy. Yeah, like. So I'm I'm just like, hey, hold up now. Like, I wouldn't count out Josh Rosen yet. Like, it could be one of them stories where it's like, you know what, like his career was dead, and then next thing you know, like he came here and he got right. Like he like, you know, nobody wanted him. He was kind of like the ugly duckling story. And then you've got a franchise here, they ain't never found no quarterback. And then it's like the perfect marriage. I'm gonna let you know. I just gave you <laughs> deservedly so because the guy the guy hasn't done much on the field to warrant any real excitement. But again, drafted the two terrible teams. True. Uh, you know, basically neither coach wanted him. Uh, you know, they, you got Kyler came in and took his 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 job, and then Tua came in and took his job. Uh, but maybe it's for good reason. Maybe the guy just doesn't have what it takes. Uh, but I mean, it, with the young quarterbacks, a guy drafted that high, um, there's got he's got to have some skill, and maybe in the right system with the right coach. I don't know if this is the right system. I don't know if this is the right coach. But you know, he may get an opportunity here to learn. You know, behind a guy like Brady, and that that can't ever hurt. Um, you know, maybe he 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 learns like. Aaron Rodgers had a chance to learn behind Favre before he got started because it's been a rough start to his career. That's for damn sure. I'm not out here. Hey, stay. Millionaire. Yeah. Uh, it sucks. One question. One question I actually got to ask for you. Yeah. How do you feel about Bruce Aarons so far this season? Hmm. That's a that's a tough answer. Um, you know, I was skeptical of the Brady signing from the beginning. I, I was clear. Uh, um, that I, I would I preferred the Bucks keep names. I didn't think that Tom was a yeah. I didn't think that Tom was a fit for Arians offense. And so far, so far I think that mm-hmm. it hasn't been. I, to me, the, the offense has taken a step back. Obviously, the turnovers are a lot better. Um, at least in the past, right. I think we've run the right. ball a little bit better. Tom's obviously more efficient with the ball, um, but Tom's not a guy who's going to go through his re- his reads. He's going to make that pre-snap read and, you know, maybe maybe get through the second read and get the ball out of his hands, which is why, you, why a guy like Mike Evans' numbers have dropped so significantly because, you know, Mike is a guy who fed off of Jameis extending plays and Mike getting getting open down the field and, and you know, get a lot more, more opportunities with 50-50 balls with Brady – isn't comfortable throwing, although he threw one to fucking Scotty Miller the other day, which didn't make any fucking sense to me. But you're gonna throw a 50 50 ball, better be to you know, one, one of your, your beasts out there. Um, but I think, I think the, the story's still yeah. out on, on, on Bruce. I like Bruce as a coach. Uh, we, we have his son, Jake Arians, on the podcast, um, you know, a couple times a month. Uh, tells it how it is, you know, he's mm-hmm. not gonna make excuses. Um, but I mean, we're seven and five, so. It's it's hard to be critical when we're in the position right now to make the playoffs. You can't you, you can't be too critical yeah. about it. We're in the we're finally in the position to make the playoffs, and and most most people on Bucks Twitter and Bucks Facebook are still crying and complaining, and you still got the Jameis debate going on, which is I'm sure fucking <laughs> sick of. Guy's not coming back ever. He don't want to be here. You know he was cast off, and 
outside of Jason Light and this whole whole team re- refreshing, you'll never, you know, you're not going to see Jameis back in Tampa again. So, um, you know, move the fuck on. I don't think he's going to be in New Orleans next year either. But I could be wrong. You know, I'm. I feel the same way about that. I feel the same exact way about that because I'm. I'm just like, look, he's there on a one year deal, and then. Like, there's a lot of people saying, like, like, there's a lot of people on my Facebook that have been saying, like, you know, if the Saints are smart, they're going to start Jameis and stuff. And even I remember they did a story on Big Nasty, and they were saying, like, you know, if Jameis ever got on the field. was going to start, and then all of a sudden, Taysom Hill was announced to be the starter, and then everyone's like, what the hell is going on? Hey, but Taysom Hill been winning, so I, hey, look, I can't, I can't fault him. Who has Taysom Hill beat? The Falcons and who else? The Falcons, and then he beat a quarterback, a team. No, he beat yeah. a team without a quarterback in the Broncos. Drew Lockley. That's three. it. He, I think he's won three games. Um. Yeah, yeah. I think he, yeah he won another one too. They beat Atlanta twice right. and they beat the Broncos. I don't know. I don't know. That, that, that's why I feel kind of okay about saying. I mean, yes, wins are wins, but like, but Taysom Hill, yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of skeptical of what those. Yeah, I don't know that you can go a full season with a quarterback like that. Um, you know, Breeze will be on. Or, or like, or like, make a legitimate playoff. They're a team in, in, that's going to be in some serious cap trouble next year. Obviously, Brady or, or Breeze will be off the books. Depends on what Jameis is asking for. I have a feeling that Jameis is going to have a big market uh, versus what he had uh, coming out because it's. This league right now, man. Some of some of the teams, some of the quarterbacks are, are that are starting right now, uh, you know, couldn't hold Jameis's fucking, you know, dick. It's 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 ridiculous. A quarterback like that. Um, I agree. Like, I don't care fuck how many interceptions he's thrown. Guy threw for five thousand yards uh, in an offense that you're gonna throw a lot of interceptions in, and put him in the right offense. I don't know that that uh, this offense, or the offense in New Orleans, is the right offense for Jameis. Uh, the quick passing game. I don't know if that, that that suits him either because I don't think he's a guy that that cerebrally makes the right reads quickly like that. Um, so I see him in a guy. I, th- I thought he'd be, it would have been great in, in on a team that it's a run, run first team like Tennessee. I think he'd eat in an offense like that. Right. I was kind of like on the fence. I would. I was thinking like maybe him and John Green, but John chose me. <laughs> That's true. That's true too. That's true too. And isn't Mariota is Mariota like the backup or is he like the third string? I, I think word there was no real training camp. I think word was Mariota did not look good, and he was. I think he was the third string quarterback. Ooh. Ooh. <sighs> what do you guys think of the Bucks run game so far? <laughs> This season, ah, uh, uh, let me—I'll be real with you. I, for me, it starts up front. Jordan, first I things first with me. I, I, I really feel like they need to go ahead and get rid of Donovan Smith. I've seen the offensive tackle out of Alabama, uh, Leatherwood, who plays the same position. And was finishing blocks against LSU, give or take LSU's not a, that good of a team this year. But he was pancaking guys. He was good in pass protection. He does all the right things. 
he if you could uh, if you can play offensive line for Alabama, I think you're you're already set to be honest. But I think that's where it starts on the offensive line. Also, too, um, huge shout out to the FAMU folks. Uh, Florida A and M has an offensive lineman, a guard that's coming out in this year's draft called Cap- Calvin Ashley. Uh, you check him out. I I actually mentioned him to one of uh, one of the other guys we follow on Twitter. And I asked him, I was like, what are the chances? And he was saying, you know, give it give it some time. He could probably replace Alex Kappa. And I was like, hey, look, it's not a bad option. But I think Ronald Jones has been pretty – now, he hasn't been bad this year, but he's been pretty nice. Leonard Fournette has been questionable. Like, I figured – I felt Leonard Fournette was going to have a greater impact. Shady McCoy is just MIA right now. I don't I know what's going on I got, there. I forgot he was on. And it's because he hasn't got he's gotten one carry in the last I, four or five weeks. He hasn't seen the field. Yeah, he hasn't seen the field. Yeah. Um, I think your I think your criticisms are fair. Uh, I, th- I think no, you know outside of one buck place, um, nobody in Tampa wants Donovan Smith to return. No, nobody in this fan base uh, wants a guy to return. I mean, clearly we could use an upgraded position, but it's hard to find. A guy who's durable, like Donovan, a guy who you know, at, who at times looks good and at times looks like he doesn't belong in the NFL. Um, so you got to question, you know, maybe his his mentals. You know, if he's got the physical skill uh, to play in this league, but he just has these lapses in in effort, and and it just doesn't make any sense. I thought for sure, adding a guy like Tom to the locker room was going to correct that real quick. Because Tom, Tom's notorious for undressing people for their effort and for not right. doing their job. Um, and then, you know, straight out the gate, you know, Donovan gets worked over, you know, first game of the season against New Orleans, and you're like, oh, here we fucking go again. Um, I don't think we're an overly talented right. blocking offensive line. Uh, we're, I think we're, we're above average pass offensive line. I think Kappa's been a surprise for me, honestly. You don't, you don't hear his name, which typically means a guy is, is – is doing well. You know, he was a tack- drafted as a tackle and converted to guard, right. and that's a completely different set of skills, completely different body type. And I heard um, the guys over at Pewter Report talk about how Kappa spent um, a good portion of the offseason rebuilding his body to be, you know, to play guard, to be better suited and play that position. Uh, you know, because it's people think that offensive linemen are interchangeable, but it, that's not always the case. You you don't always have guys who are that versatile who can play every position on the offensive line. So, um, you know, I think Cap has been a, a surprise. I was ready to, to, to send him to the Sun, you know, years ago, but he seems to be getting better, <laughs> uh, which, you know, we haven't had an, a, a coaching staff that's been able to um, – develop offensive linemen here in, in forever I, it, you know who, who's the last guy that we developed not a first round or second or third round pick but somebody we developed off the practice squad or a guy we developed from the later rounds to come up and, and be a starter it just it hasn't happened here in, in forever so uh we had Rojo yeah. on the podcast last week yeah, um, during the during the bye week um, we had also had his coach luke luke neal on right. um you know rojo to me Seems like a different back this year, confidence-wise. He's running with a purpose. He's running angry. You know, I know the NFL Network gave him that angry runs mantra, but he seems to have taken that to heart. Uh, I just don't like the play calling. I think it's it's been 
mm. predictable in, in too many too many settings. Um, you know, we don't do much to, to try to fool defenses. We kind of run what we run. And, it, you know, that if, if I have any criticism of Arians and his coaching staff, it's that, you know, they're, they're, they don't seem to do a lot to scheme guys open. It's just like, this is what we do, stop us. And you know what? They've been stopping us. And we've been in a field, and Brady hasn't been accurate at times yeah. with the ball. He deserves some criticism too. Um, you know, we've had a lot of guys playing hurt. On top of that, this bye week came at the right time. We got four games left. This next game is a playoff game because Minnesota needs it as much as we do. Um, we're gonna see. We're gonna see what this team's made of this week. They've had two weeks to prepare for this team. Minnesota's not a good team, um, but they're scrappy. They're not gonna lay down. And you know, Dalvin Cook's coming to fucking take your head off. He's coming. To, he's coming to, to get that two hundred yards. Um, and we be we better be ready to play because Vita Vey is not manning the middle anymore. We're not as stout up the middle as we once were. And once Vita got hurt, this defense really started to struggle. We can't generate a pass rush consistently uh, with, with four guys. You know, sometimes JPP looks like a world beater, and you know, and, and Shaq Barrett's missing, and then he flashes, but it's, it hasn't been you know anything to write home about, which is exposing our young secondary. Uh, and and I don't think Todd Bowles is, is calling as aggressive as a game as he normally would because he's scared. Right, right. See now, see now, now Josh. See he done, he he said everything that I've been trying to tell you. What? He, what? He, what? He, whoa, 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 whoa. He, he said everything I've been trying to tell you now. Books cast, books podcast, whether y'all want to or not. Now hold on. <laughs> Now, let me get into you. Now, first of all, this conversation that we had, you were speaking on the fact that it all resides who, who, who does it on, all who? Reside on the fault. Who? who? Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Who? No, no. I'm talking to Peeps here. Oh. On who? Oh. What did who, what did you say? This was I said last was, week, so I know you remember. I said it wasn't all on the players. That's not what you you said. It was all on Leftwich. I didn't even say it was all on Leftwich. Oh, here we go. Oh my goodness. Some we need somebody to bring up tapes. I swear, <laughs> that's gonna be a thing. That that's next budget meeting. We gonna need somebody to bring up some tapes because wow. we had a whole argument. He said it was all on Leftwich, and I'm going. Well, some of it has to be on the players, right? He's like, no, blah blah blah. Oh, all boy. this, this <laughs> is the whole argument. So I was agreeing with you, Stan. I wasn't gonna say nothing, but now he wants to bring this back. I mean, up. you can't you can't oh, argue. Leftwich deserves a good amount of the blame, although. <laughs> Recently, uh, uh, Bruce Arians, as well as uh, others, have said uh, that it's Brady's in there calling a lot of these plays. A good majority, in fact. Right. Which yeah, see, that's that's what I saw too. More. I saw that. Um, I don't know about calling plays, maybe choosing the plays that are getting called. Uh, it's so, you just some players have a knack, yeah, for for or feel for what should be run at what time. Not just because Brady's a goat doesn't mean he has that natural ability. Like, 
I'd say Peyton Manning or somebody like that did to to just be able to to you know I use fighting as an analogy for for football and play calling all the time. You know you got to set guys up for 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 certain things. You got to set a guy up for a certain punch, and and it's no different in play calling. You got to you got to set things up well before a lot of times uh, to 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 be able to get that strike. And I don't know that Brady has the knowledge of this offense to do that first of all that the players around him have the chemistry with him enough for him to do that like he did in new england where he could just give a nod to a guy and they knew exactly what they were saying how many times have we seen mike evans and tom brady look at each other after the past sales behind them or over him and like what the fuck was that where was i supposed to be evans is like i was i, I read it this way and, and brady's like well i read it another way so chemistry has been a big issue uh with with and I don't know if it's Leftwich or Brady, or, but whoever's calling mm-hmm. play deserves criticism. I agree. I agree. Now, we're going to shift gears here before we jump into the NCAA. I like this. We, we having fun. I like this. We're going to hit on FAMU real quick. Uh, so, Stank, uh, how – well, first things first – before we jump into the the world of HBC sports, how familiar are you uh, with I, like HBC football? I know they have good bands. I, I don't honestly. I I don't follow HBC football whatsoever. I know that was religious for me to say that. Hey, um, listen, that's all you I've need been to know. I've been to BCC uh, fan games before at Raymond James or the old. Oh, so you okay? So you went to the old. Uh, my, used to go to Florida Classic back in the day where. One buck place used to be. My parents had a business in that store, and uh, the Florida Classic more than once, and it was always fun. Right, always a blast. I'm old. I remember, I'm old. I remember okay. I'm an old man. Okay, so okay, yeah, you see, he, he know. See, I know you're an old man because I I heard it as soon as you said BCC. <laughs> yeah, I was so, like, I was like, oh, okay. So yeah, he okay. So he knows. So I'm. I, I can't really. I don't really have to baptize him like I had to baptize Flash, but so he already what, knows about exactly it. what he said right there. I know they got good bands. That's all you need to know right there. Good job. Exactly. See, so you, you, you yeah, you, you got the whole chance. You already did. You he already he already did good. So um, one thing I'm gonna say is so as of 2007, they're now okay, called Bethune Cookman University. So it's BCU. And then you know, honestly, I really feel like since since the classic move to Orlando, I feel like, and even a lot of people like my dad will even tell you too. I feel like the classic has, uh, well, not the classic, but Tampa has missed out on a lot of revenue because now Orlando's just eating it up yeah, every year. I don't know how they let that get away, honestly. Because like, because what, what the fuck is in Orlando for traffic and you know what? You know, I'm like, lots of COVID I'm at like, a bunch of theme parks. I'm saying Disney. Disney. They should own football here. Orlando, they got a basketball team. Let them have their basketball team. Let us have all the. Yeah. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to save that for a special episode (laughs) with you and my dad. I'm going to bring you and just let y'all just talk about like, talk about how, like, you know, how the Florida classic missed out with, or how Tampa missed out with the Florida classic and stuff. So I'm going to save that for a special episode. But um, so the way with FAMU, the way things are going right now, they've already began selling tickets for the Orange Blossom Classic, which is another classic that's owned by FAMU that they played down in Miami. So 
right now it's set for September 5th, 7 p.m. Down in Miami Gardens. The game is against Deion Sanders' led Jackson State team. So, yeah, I, you might have heard yeah, about that too. Dion is the I head heard, coach of Jackson you know, State. There was rumors that Warren Sapp was going to join his coaching staff. And Sapp was like, what? <laughs> oh, oh my, don't even get me started. Oh, my gosh. So, it was so funny with that. Like, you had guys, they, they were talking about, you know, Warren Sapp's coming to coach the D-line, Jamie Dukes is coming, and then Terrell Owens is going to coach and stuff. And I was like, first of all, Let's pump the brakes because you want all of those egos in one room right together. Sap doesn't want to. Graden Phil, that guy, sit retired, fish, you know, yeah. just live live a, a, a lavish life. Probably try to worm his way back into the media somehow. Um, I mean, he, 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 he needs to be behind a microphone. So, yeah. You know, so he hired a couple strippers, whatever, uh, hookers, whatever he did. But that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I, I like the correction. But, like the correction. Yeah. Cause like even he even came out and said like he was like, I ain't going to no Jackson, Mississippi. Like, I mean, hey, look, I don't blame you. But you him. know what? We can't say that because that's we that's exactly what I argued with Dion. I was like, why he yeah. want to go to Jackson, Mississippi? He showed up there. And Twitter was talking about that wasn't his wife either. But whoa, whoa. hold up now. <laughs> <laughs> so you look, you gonna start something? Hey, he want to at me? He can at me. I'm yeah, I'm always the, on. I went into Warren at the Bucks always game um, two weeks hey. ago, and uh, bought him a drink. And then I, me and him have had. He followed me on Twitter for a little while until until I said some outlandish shit like uh, Levante David. Is I asked the question: Is Levante David a better linebacker than than uh, Derek Brooks? And he unfollowed me for that. <laughs> I, was, I was just trying to get a conversation. Started. Oh yeah, I the remember that. Did oh, not like the fuckery whatsoever. Uh, and I bumped into. Yeah, I remember that. I don't know. Come from my neck when fun. I saw that sure. game. Yeah, that they, they probably might be back on Twitter. I've been trying to get him on the pod, our podcast for a while now, but. Uh, nailing Warren sat down or having him do do something like that is extremely difficult. He said he keeps saying he's going to come on with us, but he's yet to show up. He left us at the altar several times. So, hey. well, I will say this though: as once we as we move on to the NCAA portion of this podcast, uh, I know it's been a while since you've seen a FAMU game or even HBCU games. So, hey, look, I'd say wait for the vaccine first to become fully effective if you believe in that type of thing. And, hey, go on down Let to Miami Gardens. This. Go I, check it uh, out. I, I know I'm, I'm going. A, I'm a football junkie. Okay, I coached Pop Warner for, for years. I coached at, uh, at the high school level here in Tampa, Warren uh, High School. I will go I'll go watch mm-hmm. girls flag football. I will go watch football. If football is being played and I have the opportunity and a crew to go watch it with, I will go because I love the game. So that's you don't ever have to sell me on, on football. Hey, I'm telling you, go hey, get so on down wait, there. Hold on, can I get a society uh society little impasse right here? Hold on. So you gonna take the, the coronavirus? Would I take the coronavirus vaccine, vaccine to go see just so I can go watch football? 
I mean, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it anyways. Vaccines don't scare yeah. me. Um, but you know, I'd probably I'd take it more so to protect my myself and my family. You know, for future, be able to spread it to my my elderly father or something like that. But yeah, I I could I'll take it. I got you no know, first. See if there's a zombie wave like everybody else is doing. Everybody, you know that. <laughs> I was in this culture watching out of everybody's mouth zombies. is well, you know, but, you you know, I've seen 28 days later, I've seen walking dead. Like people really think that's that humans are gonna become zombified at, for something. This is like the, the next thing. My wife she already told me she's like, Oh yeah, there's preppers and all that. I, yeah. I'm not worried about zombies. I I just, you know, you gotta, you gotta take it, pump the brakes a little bit. It's like the PS Five; you never get the first one. Yeah, that's why I ain't get one. You gotta, you gotta pump the brakes a little bit. So, you know, I'm gonna let them, you know, go get some other guinea pigs. And let, them, let them test it out. I'll take you know, know everything I'm safe. I ain't no. worried about the vaccine. Somebody I'll, has you know. one. Holler at your boy. I, I, I would like to have one because, um, you know, I want to, I want to get on this, uh, this, uh, cyberpunk very soon. I know I can play it. On my PS4, but it's just not gonna be the same. That's true. It's, it's not. No, I don't see anything. How long, how so long, nice. how long y'all gonna oh wait to see? Like, for for this wave of guinea pigs to go through, how, how long are you gonna give it? Oh, to take the uh, to take the vaccine. For what? To see the, all the side effects of the vaccine. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take an like antibody test weeks, so first, and then as, you know to make sure that I haven't already had it. Um, and then once I have the term, you know, once that's determined, yeah, then, uh, I'll probably end up taking it. So, yeah, I'm not really worried about it. You know, it's 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 all jokes for now. <laughs> for now. Yeah, <laughs> but you know something pop off. I get the I get the cool out and be like, yeah, it wasn't me. Well, Europe's gonna go get first. it first, I wasn't so we're, we, you know, we're gonna hear hear you know how it goes over there. I mean, they're gonna obviously we're they're talking about rolling it out here pretty soon, but I think they're yeah, they're you're gonna have millions gonna over like, in Europe that have December fifteenth um, by then, and so we're already gonna hear. Listen. Th- no matter what, nobody's body is the same. You you can eat peanuts if peanuts could kill your friend, or you know, like that's just the way it goes. When you ingest certain things, everybody's body responds to things differently. So, are there going to be people that have issues? Yes. And you're going to hear about it. Don't yeah. don't You're going to hear about it because that's what the that's now. what having 24 hour news media, 50 fucking channels and Twitter like you're going to hear about it. You just have to understand uh, the odds of you getting sick or the risk. What's the risk versus reward? And I think a good majority of people will be just fine. Um, but you're going to have the anti-vax crowd out there who's, you know, going to say, hey, you know, it's going to cause this and that. You know, I don't know. They got, they got yeah, nano, nano, the nano brainwash me. Oh, they've been trying. Yeah. Yeah, can I, can I, can I, I get to the five? That's, that, that, that's mumble rap. That's the nano pro. Wow, bro. That's, that's, that's what's going on. I'm dead. I saw something about growing a third arm again. Like, I was like, I'm interested. Hey, hey, JT. Um, so, what's up? Cincinnati, how do you feel about that? I think they got Iowa State. Hold on. I'm going to jump on that. I'm going to jump on that in a second. Hold up. 
So I was about to say, good job. You got to slide us back to the NCAA. I didn't take us all over the place. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> September 5th at 7 p.m., Miami Gardens, FAMU and Jackson State. Tickets already available. So if you're going to get them, go ahead and slide and get them. I, I know I'm I'm going to wait a little while. My, my folks are going to wait a little while to get them. So I'm going to be down there. But, yeah, Stank, honestly, hey. Well, listen, my, Get my your crew wife's and just go. Fam, I think y'all like. So I think that, y'all are gonna like it. Makes me an indirectly fam fan, uh, I guess. Um, that, that's as close as I can get to it. Right. See, look, hey, see, look, now you got to slide to homecoming, and you got to go to the classic now. See, look, this is how it always starts. He gonna first he gonna <laughs> ask you to do that, then he gonna be like, "So you got home game tickets?" <laughs> What's wrong with that, man? He's, you know, you got it. You got to, you know, you got connections. You got to use them. He's right. You know, maybe it's a little different for me. I can't go nowhere, you know. But but you listen, you're testing. So you know, that's a temporary thing. We're all broke at some point in our lives. Shit, I was broke most of my life. Not that I'm rich now, but you, you know. Yeah, that's true. You wouldn't that's be on right true. now if you were if you were lazy. You right. You're you're a hustler. You'll get you'll 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 I find want- your path and it'll come. Listen, life isn't all about money, anyways. Wow, right? man, you are gonna make you're, me tear up on the no, on the podcast. I'm not trying to get all. No, I'm already invested. I'm squirrel steps with stank bastard. <laughs> I like that. I like that. But uh yeah, so let's go ahead and slide into this NCAA and then we'll get up out of here for the night. Um so the college football playoff came out and the top four is still the same, of course. Nothing really has changed. Um one major thing that happened was, you know, the Big Ten has voted for Ohio State to be able to go to the playoff, not the playoff, but go to the Big Ten championship and play against the likes of Northwestern and with only five games. So they realize, you know, Ohio State makes money. So that's what it is. Anybody so, thought that wasn't going to happen, hey, you know. As it stands right now. That- that was always going to be the case. They 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 weren't going to let that that money making name not be you know not be in the championship. Yeah. Exactly. Like and then because my thing was I was like I kept Ohio State fans kept saying you know oh you sound scared and stuff because you don't want Ohio State in the playoff. I was just like look, I was asking a simple question. I was like, hey, they're going to hold a vote anyway, but. <laughs> I need to know, like, what's what's y'all's plan if Michigan cancels on y'all? That that was the question, but it seemed to me all the Ohio yeah, State fans wanted to be around that question. Just, they didn't want to talk just about so it. I could see how, they were like, how much more Michigan fans. I mean, Ohio State fans would have hated Michigan had it been because of Michigan not being able to play that that kept them out because they couldn't play that extra game. Like, obviously, the rivalry is as, as heated as it gets, but that would have just been one more thing to, to hate each other for <laughs> right yeah. exactly but it would have been a great thing to watch from the outside oh exactly and then you go you got ryan day who threatened to drop a hundred on michigan because jim harbaugh said something in, in a conference call 
So I was like, I was really looking forward to seeing this game, but now it's just it's just gonna have to boil over for twenty twenty one. Oh, because he he, I guess he snitched on him in a call or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So I'm just like, hey. I mean, it's fun. You know, it would have been very interesting to see. I would have been down for it. You know, outsider looking in, I'm not a fan of any of those teams. Who are we fans of Ohio State uh, here on this podcast? Is true. Anybody but well, uh, anybody except Ohio State or Alabama. Yeah, I just, well, anyone I'll except be, Alabama, really. Well, okay. Well, so for me, recently Clemson has been kind of. I'm gonna let him finish though. Clemson has been kind of getting on my nerves lately with with the Dabu <laughs> thing, saying about FSU canceling. I think that was bullshit. Well, I, I'm a fan of FAMU, of course, because my mother went there. I'm a fan of Florida State because my sister went there. Um, not so much a fan of USF, even though I, I went He's there. A USF fan? Nope. Yeah. Nope. I prefer UCF, yeah. honestly. The only reason, and the only reason I'm gonna say I like UCF more than USF is because when I went, when I was over in Orlando. I didn't even go to UCF, but I was going over there to go to parties and stuff, and those parties Damn, USF were amazing. Likes UCF. That's I had a great time. <laughs> hey, look, I'm gonna be real with you. Look, I got I got a FAMU tag on my truck, and I have nothing <laughs> USF in my house except my diploma. I've, I'm going to be real with you. Yeah, you I've been to more money. FAMU games in my lifetime right than game. USF games. You paid for it. So, Amen. Years, years ago, before I moved Amen. to Gainesville, um, became hey. a Gator fan. I was a Florida State fan. Funny, we talked about Deion Sanders. I was a Deion Sanders fan because I was in the in the cards and I loved Deion. Deion just had the, the, the most swagger I'd ever seen in a human outside of maybe Muhammad Ali. And I loved Deion. In every way possible. Then I moved to Gainesville. I even had a Florida State charm. I moved to Gainesville and fell in love with that team, and I converted from being a Seminole to a Gator. And the rest, I know, well, that doesn't happen very often. I wasn't, I wasn't even. Wow. Yeah. But I wasn't like a, my, it's not like my parents went to Florida State or I even really followed college football when I was a kid. I just loved Dion. That's why I like Florida State, because I love, because of how much I love Dion. But when I, you know, once I got there and I just happened to be there during the Spurrier years, Granny Werfel years, when we won, won our championships, so it wasn't hard for me to convert at that point. And now I'm, a, I'm now I'm a big Gator. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna ask you a question pertaining to Dion before we get out of here at the end of the night. Just I'm 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 gonna try to remember it. But I'm gonna get back. I'm gonna get back to it. But uh, one other thing that happened this past weekend was, well, two things. Texas has unrealistic expectations because if you go back and look at their history, one of their most winningest coaches resigned after finishing number three in the country and going nine and two. He just said, you know, the fans put unrealistic expectations on this team, and there's no way you can ever please them. And then the other, and then, but he also stepped down for health issues. And now the other thing too was Coastal Carolina beat up on BYU and they won 22 to 17. And I was so happy to see that. I even said it last week. I was, 
See, that's why he laughing. That's why he laughing now. Cause I, I told him, I was like, look, I was like, give me your honest opinion of BYU. And then I told him, I was like, I think Coastal will beat BYU, honestly. But that's neither here nor there. Wait, are we doing wrap-up thoughts? Because if we are, uh, Texas, Texas is back, baby. That's a lot. Um, and dang it, BYU lost me money on the goal line. They're frauds. I'm happy for them. So those are, those are my two questions. How do y'all feel about Texas? And do y'all think Coastal deserves to be in a New Year's Six Bowl? I, I don't really follow uh, the NCAA that out. close to be able to get. I, I know about the Coastal, uh, um, you know, debate. Uh, it's tough, man. When teams like that find themselves in, in, in the in the national discussion, I mean, I'm all for I, I, I like seeing the David versus Goliath type matchups. I mean, you, you know, your adopted college team, the UCF Golden Knights, right. they went undefeated and they dubbed themselves national champions because nobody was going to you know, give them a give them the opportunity to, to actually earn it out there. Um, so, shit, why not? Let, let them play. It's a COVID year, bro. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's long ago. And I didn't know about the Texas thing until y'all brought it up. So I'm, sure. I'm with you. Yeah, I didn't know it was that uh, bad with Texas. Mm. Oh, yeah, I mean, every week it's like Tom Herman's fighting for his job. Like, if they, Texas is back. <laughs> but um, I mean, to be fair, Texas our, is a huge football state. To be fair, yeah. I mean, like if you've seen those high school stadiums down in Texas, they're they're, they're like college stadiums. It's a religion. Yeah, so, it's I definitely mean, a religion. Yeah, it's kind of understandable there, where they come say. from. True. But you know what they say though? They say if you want if you want the religion part of it, go to Texas. Always, always if you want way. the ball players, come to Florida. Florida. All, all day Florida. Always. But now that we've reached the end of this and we can kind okay. of wrap up the podcast, Stank, I finally have this question that I saved in my mind for you. I am. So you said you're a Deion Sanders fan. So I'm gonna take you, I'm gonna take you back to the nineteen 19- 89 NFL draft. So if I remember correctly, the Falcons had the fifth pick and the Bucks had the sixth pick in that draft. And Dion was still on the board at that point. So what were your thoughts on? Because I know you were a huge Bucks fan back then. What were your thoughts in that draft thinking like, oh my gosh, like I want to pick away and we could get Dion in Tampa. And don't forget. That, that just look at the hold on now I gotta look it up because I want I want to speak speak on it at, you know with I think Troy Aikman went uh, Barry Sanders went Deion Sanders went all in front of the Bucks so hold on with the NFL draft yep. just so I can talk about what a fucking epic draft that was and then how we we took it you know oh yeah I'm sorry I also failed to mention that, uh. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, okay. It's uh Aikman went first overall. Tony Mandridge was at the time was like this megalodon, you know, uh, uh tackle or guard from from uh Wisconsin. This guy looked like a no or Michigan State, I'm sorry. No brainer on the cover of Sports Illustrated. He went, Barry Sanders went third, Derek Thomas went fourth, Dion went fifth, and you right. ended up with Broderick Thomas. 
So the, that's just just to tell you like the way the way the luck has been for this franchise forever. We're just close, just right there. Uh, but you know, it just doesn't work yeah. out that way. So yeah, I, I was obviously destroyed um, back then. Shout out to Broderick Thomas. He wasn't a bad buck, but you know, he wasn't Derek Thomas or Deion Sanders or my favorite player of all time, Barry Sanders. Uh, yeah, that, that having any of these guys outside of Mandridge would have been a upgrade. Right. Yeah. I agree. I agree because I mean, even uh, even Tony Dungy was saying to you know, like if there was any player that he could have had on his teams back then, he said that he would have wanted Barry Sanders. You know, to me, is the best, the greatest back of all time. Um, I just like that style of running back as well. But um, the guy was special, man. You know, I got to see him in person many times. I got to see him run all over the Bucks. You know, at the old Guerrero many times. I got to meet him in, uh, in person and hang out with him and his yeah. brother at a card show when I was a kid. Uh, really good dude. It just, uh, you know, the guy played for the love of football. How about this? His, his own father didn't even give him the credit of being greatest of all time. His own father said Jim Brown was better. Yeah. And don't forget the backfield that Barry played what? in uh, at, at Oklahoma State with Thurman Thomas. Crazy That's shit. true. That is true, yeah. I like the old back in the day, you know, Barry Sanders and Thurman Thomas, they played together. Wow. Helmets on. <laughs> That is awesome. Wow. But, folks, as you know, that's going to do it for us tonight. I hope this I has been a fantastic episode. I really I like this. Y'all having me on for this. This wasn't good. Oh, no. You're good, man. I, I love this. Um, I love this. But before Twitter, we go, yeah, um, Stan, tell the people where um, they can find on you. YouTube at the Loose Cannons Podcast and at Bucking Idiots Podcast. Um, been it's been a crazy ride for us this year man we've had a lot of really awesome guests like i said ronald jones was on us um on with us last week we've had the center ryan jensen um tomorrow we're recording with uh page D'Amico, uh who is the uh the, the ceo of the draft network i know you guys are obviously big college guys so you're probably probably big draft guy as well uh, page will be on all with us tomorrow and uh just follow us follow me there and you know just I say outlandish shit all the time. I have I like to have a good time and hit me up. I'll follow you back. For sure. For sure. Awesome. <laughs> uh, I'm going to save Josh for last. Uh, uh, Flash, you got anything? Like any thoughts? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think, I think when NBA season starts in like a few weeks, I'll get more into deep depth about this, but I think the Wizards are, are a serious sleeper team. I'll talk, and I'll talk about that why in a few weeks when we talk more about it when the NBA starts. Okay. Okay. Uh, Josh, you got anything? <coughs> Sir, address me as yeah. Jay. All right, JC. JC, you got anything? <laughs> uh, this was a really fun podcast. Uh, I, I would have thought that we would have been able to get you like later on 
when we move no, to our that, new format. Have me back and on if y'all ever. Oh, we gonna have him back. Don't worry, we we can get him back. Video stream together. Let me know. Our people. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I got a whole staff. Our people will reach out to your people, and then we'll we'll call the people. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Texas is back. And uh, the greatest laugh yep. that I always have at the expense of the Bucks is you that you drafted Bo that. Jackson. That's fine. We deserve it. Fuck you, I'm fuck done. you, Overhouse, oh, for pissing off Bo and then taking him. It's cool. It, uh, you, um, I got anything else? Uh, let me think. Let me think. Shouts out to uh, to to my putter. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm using that camera stand right now. Uh shout out to Mimi for holding my 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 caddy bag. Mimi. Wow. Uh Damn, I like that. and uh I, I wish all I, I got. Have a shout out. Like shout done. out to Des Bryant. Ugh. <laughs> That's the <positive. laughs> <laughs> Oh snap. <laughs> That's cold. That one's cold. <laughs> that is. Uh, let's see. My closing thoughts. Uh, BYU, anytime, any team, anywhere. Tell that to Washington. Exactly. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I was, you just reminded me. I'm really mad. I lost money on BYU. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, Josh, you even heard about the episode from last week. You would understand. You would understand. Oh, oh it, it's Man, on Twitter. Listen, I was like, I was like, okay, lightning quick offense. Yeah, you know what? I was cool with. For once, I actually. Can I say this? Hold on, let me mute my Alexa. For once, I stole the game. All right, I was like, cool. We <laughs> we finna watch this, right? Gets down to the end. <sighs> breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. But you know what? Shouts out to Coastal Carolina. You know, I'm glad they were able to uh, be able to overcome that and uh, let them play again. Yeah. But as always, as y'all know, that's going to do it. Y'all stay safe. Y'all stay blessed. We'll see you on the next episode. Hey, whoa. You forgot about the whole thing. Don't forget to hit us up. Oh, yeah. At, uh, oh, at oh snap. Talk. Uh, at throw flags on Instagram. Uh, if you need to email us, it's what's that long thing again? Uh, flag on the play sports at gmail.com. Um, don't forget to hit us up on Spotify. Uh, oh, check a Spotify and also, hmm, if you want to, if you want to fight on Twitter, you know, uh, my boy's see, name is JP. Why you got to do all that? What? Why you got to do um, that? What I do? It, it, oh my god! <laughs> it, it's that it, is accurate. It's he great. Is, he is definitely mm-hmm. My my only job here is to make sure that we are technically sound, like, and then I just wear the tweets to make sure that everything's too, okay. Which is, which is good. Every every it's show. It's literally my job. It's like you hit me, you hit me with the with the the Bo Jackson smack, and I, that's good. Oh, it's, said, it's you know, definitely feed funny. Marshawn Lynch on the one yard line in the Super Bowl. <laughs> said that. You know what I mean? What? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> please, please. Hold on now. Hold on now. We ain't had to go there now.
We had to go there. Uh, oh, snap. We had to go there. Now. Oh. Now. We, can, we can hash this out. We can hash this out. Oh, snap. Yeah, y'all stay safe. Y'all stay blessed. <laughs> we'll see you on the next episode. I just, I just threw down my hat. So it's all finished. Like, oh, snap. Like,